Hey guys, I hope you're having a great day today. It's Friday, which is always good for the weekend coming up. Hey, I uh, took my son to the range yesterday. We played, uh, as many of you guys maybe saw, we played our first nine holes last week. But, you know, little guy, uh, he's eight, learning, just starting to fall in love. But I wanted to give you a little tip that I gave him. So it's a little bit, and it actually was, it worked really, really well. So um, let's dive in. Question is this, how do passionate golfers like you and me maximize our potential and build consistency without having to try a new tip every time we hit the links? That was the question, and this is the podcast that will give you the answer. My name's Kyle Morris, and welcome to Stock Shot Secrets. Okay, so, um... What many of, if many of you guys saw the article that I wrote back in July of last year, that was um, in Golf Digest. I wrote it with Mark Brody. And it was basically an article about, um, I called it key performance indicators, so KPI your game. So what were, the, what were the key performance indicators that you needed to work on at different levels in your handicap to drop your handicap, right? So from going to 100 to the 90s and 90s to the 80s, 80s to the 70s and 70s to, or 80s to the 70s and then 70s to the 60s. The side note, the, the 70s to the 60s was not published um, for lots of reasons, for this fact that not many people have reading the article even get to that, but I thought it would be cool to share really quick um, as a little side note. So the really, really important numbers for you guys out there listening to this that are actually lucky enough to think about breaking 70. The key to performance indicators are shots from 200 to 225 and putts inside four feet. So you're probably asking why. Well, putts inside four feet, like make rate right on tour is like 99%. So I mean, if you miss one of those puppies, man, is that penal. And then second one, that 200 to 225, that is your par five scoring, as well as the, the you know the, maybe the two par threes that you have that are 204, 205, 212. If you can make pars there, you're kind of you're you're moving up in the field. So, uh, but what what we found with a lot of the handicaps of going 100 to 90, 90 to 80, and 80 to 70 was the amount of three putting and the lack of up and down in short games. Right now, not discounting the fact of hitting greens because hitting greens has a enormous effect same with driving distance and so on and so forth but missing greens at like on chips i think if i remember right the stat was you have if you're going from 100 or 90s to the 80s um you have 14 shots inside 60 yards 11 of them are from the rough and out of those 14 shots um that you have, you actually will miss the green two or three times, meaning, uh, maybe it's four, meaning like you got a chip and you like hosel it over the green. So, and then at the other time it was the amount of three putts. So the question is, is really why? So obviously like the player that's doing this has difficulty in A, contact, and B, controlling the velocity or the speed of the club head, right? Because the speed of the club head determines how fast the ball comes off the face. And the reason that is, like, and it's very, very simple um, to do, is simply because while you're hitting or while you're putting, essentially your grip pressure, so like how hard you're swinging the club, changes. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be light during the stroke, but it does need to be consistent. 
So, you know, like when I was teaching Michael Thompson, he was the number one putter in the world in 2017. We started in 2018. Um, we had a lot of success. I mean, he started with me and was 163rd in ball striking. He moved all the way up to 65th, I think. Um, he was 500 and I think 56 or so when we started world rankings, moved up to top 95. Um, and then COVID hit and one thing led to another and we kind of went our separate ways. But, um, you know, his grip pressure, who's one of the best putters in the world, like his grip pressure is very tight. So it doesn't necessarily mean, mean to be tight or loose, but it does need to be consistent. And if I was to write a book or say, what should it be? I would say it should be, especially in short game, um, maybe a little bit different in full swing, maybe a hair, but in short game, it definitely should be on the lighter side. So like I was saying to you at the intro of this this podcast, Adler and I went to hit uh, balls and we were chipping yesterday at the golf room and his technique was really good, but like he would go like this and like he would hit it and like he would shank over to the corner and I'm like, goodness child, like, you know, what are you doing? And the, and it's, it's very common for amateur golfers, especially when you're just learning, is that there's a lot of like a lot of hit, right? So like you essentially have like a universal backswing and then you have different speeds of how much you accelerating. I think that, you know, the concept of someone decelerating on their chip, I think that's like the silliest concept ever. Um, I actually don't think that actually even exists, but that's another discussion for another day. So, but so then he goes and he's doing this. I go, I go out or like, we've got this little dog. His name's Beaumont. He's 13. He's still like a puppy, but guy's like amazing. He's like my, he's like my bro. But I said, Hey dude, like just hold, hold the putter or, and, or I'm sorry, hold your wedge. He calls it his jumper. Hold your jumper as if you're holding Bo's paw. Right, so like if you're holding Bo's paw and you were swinging Bo's paw, you wouldn't like grip it really, really tight and change your pressure, right? You kind of hold it enough security that you could keep it, but not, but not um, so secure that like it's you're gonna cut off the guy's like blood circulation, which is how most of you guys do it. And even if you feel like you don't do that, what you do do, and I would bet quite a bit of money that 95% of the people listening to this podcast do do this, is that in the course of your swing or the course of your putting or chipping or whatever, essentially your grip pressure will change through the shot. And you need that grip pressure to stay very consistent all the way to when the ball lands or stops rolling. And that's a really, really good thing to play with because that's tapping into one of your five senses so that you can essentially be very present moment and you're not having to, um, you know, you know, when we talk about like in the mental mastery course at the golf room everywhere, we don't talk, we talk a lot about, you know, we don't want to be using our prefrontal cortex where we're like having to think a lot. We want to be using our motor cortex where we're tapping into our senses, we're in the here and now, um, and we're not wa running through like logical thought. Like, you know, you don't want to be standing over a chip saying, okay, flare, open cup, you know, swing pivot, like, you know, you're running through algorithms in your brain over the ball and it's terrible. So we want to be playing golf um, in essentially our subconscious mind, but we also need to be very present, which is why connecting your brain to your grip pressure is a great way to do that. So give that a try. Um, I bet you it helps your three putting a ton and I bet that you, um, your chipping becomes a lot more consistent with contact and distance control. So <clears throat> give that a go. Um, you know, if you want, there's all, you know, a lot of that stuff is found at the golf room everywhere with, um, 
the um, the course management or not, the mental mastery stuff as well as like the short game blueprint and you know we cover a lot of that stuff there so if you want more you can head over to the golf room everywhere and check that out but um, anyways I hope you guys have a great day great weekend and I'll check with you back soon take care Hey guys, it's Kyle again, and I just opened up a brand new text line so that you guys can um, basically text me all of your questions. I'm going to be spending about 10 to 30 minutes every day answering these questions. So stop what you're doing and send a message to this number, area code 614-541-1988, right? And I'm going to be answering these questions. And just when you send it, when you send that text message, just say hello, and then I'm going to text you back. You can save my number. Then you can text me anytime, any question that you may have, and and then um, we can just stay we can stay connected through this texting line. And through this texting line, I'm also going to be giving away free swag. I'm going to be telling you about new video series that are coming up or anything that might be happening inside our community. So stop what you're doing. Text me at 614-541-1988. And I look forward to texting with you guys soon.